the wolf and the seven little goats. Once upon a time, a wolf wandered. He was hungry all the time. He ate a lot, but he could never get enough to satisfy his stomach. I'm hungry again. So, day and night, he would wander the forest, chasing prey. One day, the hungry wolf discovered a small hut. He sneaked up carefully and quietly. And when he got close, he looked out of the trees, saw that a mother goat and her seven babies lived in the hut. Oh, now there's a meal that'll last a whole week. <laughs> the crafty wolf laid in wait and spied the hut until the morning. In the morning, the mother goat was about to kiss her seven babies and leave the house. My children, I'm going to the market now to buy some food. Be careful and do not open the door to anyone. All right, right, mommy. mommy. (laughs) The mother goat left the house to go to the market. At that time, the wolf, sneakily watching the hut, called it an opportunity and jumped out. But he needed a genius idea to fool little goats. Hmm, the best tactic for catching these goats is a disguise. The wolf first put on an old dress. He pulled his ears down and made two goat horns from the branches and put them on his head. Then, with his feet covered in flour, he stole a fresh and warm apple pie from the house of someone he doesn't know. And I'll just change my voice, too, like that. I'm such a good grandmother. (laughs) The wolf walked slowly to the front of the hut and knocked on the door. Little goats, hearing the sound, immediately rushed to the door. One of them was going to open the door with excitement. But another little goat warned him. Wait! You shouldn't just open a door like that. You have to ask, who is it? Who is it? It's me, my babies, your grandmother. I came to take you to the park. Huh. Our grandmother lives very far away. You can't be her. Oh, it's been such a long trip. Come on, dears, open the door and let's go to the park. When the wolf said that, the little goats looked under the door and looked at the wolf's feet. Look, her feet are just like ours. Yes, but her nails are too long, like a wolf. When the little goats did not open the door again, the wolf made them smell the apple pie he brought them. Look, I brought your favorite apple pie, dear grandchildren. And wolves don't know how to bake pies. The goats smelled the apple pie and got excited and opened the door. None of them understood that he was a wolf in disguise. Come Come on, on, Grandma. Grandma. Let's go to the park. We'll eat our apple apple pie pie when we we return. return.
the little goats and wolf left the hut. Mmm, I'm so hungry. I can hardly contain myself. While the goats were walking happily, the wolf's dress caught on the branch of a tree. The dress slipped off the wolf slowly, and the little goats were stunned by surprise when they saw the wolf's horrible fur. When the wolf realized he was spotted, his ears flipped up, his sharp teeth showed, and he jumped on the goats. He found and caught them all one by one. Only one of them survived, and he ran away from the wolf. The wolf kidnapped six little goats and took them to his dark nest. To inform his mother, the little goat that survived ran so fast that he lost his breath. Meanwhile, the mother goat returned home from the market with a basket of fruit and vegetables. The door of the house was wide open. She hurried inside, but couldn't see her tiny babies around. My babies? Where are you? <laughs> My little goats! <laughs> the mother goat was so worried that she immediately ran out of the house to start looking for her little kids. Meanwhile, she noticed the large footprints on the ground. Oh no! These tracks are the footprints of a wolf! She followed them for a while. But then, the ground changed and the prince disappeared. What am I going to do now? Oh, a wolf has kidnapped my children! <laughs> While the mother goat cried, the little goat that had escaped came running to her. Mom! Mommy! My baby! Where are your brothers? What happened? Tell me quickly. A hungry wolf disguised himself as our goat grandmother and tried to kidnap us, mother. Only I survived, but I know where they are. The mother goat and her little baby ran to the wolf's lair. When they arrived, they heard the voices of the little goats. <coughs> this is the wolf's lair. We have to be very careful now, baby. The mother goat and her kid came up with a clever plan to save the other little goats. They both stood in front of the wolf's house and made a huge bear shadow with their hands inward. Inside, the wolf was just about to eat the little goats, but saw the scary bear-shaped shadow. <gasps> what is this? Is it a bear or...? I am a giant bear with a very hungry stomach. There must be a wolf around here that will fill my stomach. <laughs> oh, no. The wolf was so afraid that the bear would eat him that he immediately started to run out of his lair. No, help me, bear, 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 the bear will eat me. 
the wolf running away, the little goats came out with joy and hugged their mother tightly. And from then on, the mother goat and her seven children lived a peaceful life away from the wolf in their hut in the forest. In a land far, far away, there lived a miller with his three sons. When the miller died, he left his oldest sons the mill, and to his youngest son, he left his cat. His youngest son got really upset. Unlike his brothers, it was almost impossible for him to get by with the will he had got. He looked at the cat and said to himself, What can you do with a cat? You can't even eat it. But suddenly, something very unexpected happened. The cat answered back. You're awfully wrong about me, sir. I can be much more valuable to you than you think. The young man was stunned to see the cat talking. He asked, stuttering. You? How's that possible? If you bring me an empty sack, a hat, and a pair of boots, I will show you how. With his surprise wearing off, the young man thought to himself, if this cat can talk, he sure might know something. All right, let's see what you can do. Young man brought everything the cat had asked for. The cat put the hat on, put his boots on, went to the mirror and looked at himself with pose. Then put a bunch of lettuce, along with one carrot, in a sack and took off. When in the wood, he opened the sack and put it on the floor. long after, noticing the fresh aroma of the vegetables, a bunny rabbit appeared. In order to eat the lettuce and carrot, the bunny rabbit entered the sack. The cat then quickly ran to the sack, tightly tied it up and trapped the bunny rabbit in there. Instead of taking the bunny rabbit to its owner, he took it to the castle and told the guards that he'd like to see the king. Seeing a talking cat that's wearing a hat and boots, the guards quickly took him to the king's presence. Mighty Lord, I present you the gift of the Prince of Carabas. My master, the Prince of Carabas, has caught this bunny rabbit for you just now. The king was very impressed with this gift. For a very long time, Puss in Boots continued on bringing animals that he caught for the king. And soon after, everybody in the kingdom began to talk about the prince's generosity and wealth. Each passing day, the king's curiosity grew, and so one day he asked Puss in Boots. Is your highness young? Oh, young and very handsome indeed. Is he rich? 
Very rich, your highness. He would be honored to welcome you in his castle. At last, the king and queen were very happy to hear that they were going to meet this very handsome prince. If what Puss in Boots says is true, I think we might have just found the perfect husband for our daughter and a suitable prince for our kingdom, said the queen. A few days later, Puss in Boots found out that the king and queen were out on the town with their daughter. This is the day I've been waiting for. He ran straight to his owner. Sir, we have to go to the riverbank right away. Follow me quickly. The young man did not understand what was going on, but he did, as he was told. But why did we come here? To swim, sir. To swim, but I don't know how to swim. It's better that you don't. Take off your clothes immediately and get in the river. Trust me, sir. You won't regret it. Young man did as he was told and went in the river. And Puss in Boots hid his owner's clothes behind the bushes. When the king's carriage was passing next to the river, Puss in Boots ran to them, alarming. <laughs> help! Help! My master, Prince of Carabai, is drowning! The king immediately sent his men to the river. When his men were saving the young man, Puss in Boots explained to the king how the thieves had stolen his master's clothes. The king ordered the men next to him. Bring some of the best clothes we have to the prince. With his new clothes, the young man looked just like a real prince. When he was walking towards the king's carriage, the princess and the queen were watching him. The young man came next to the king and bowed before him. I can't thank you enough. My master, the Prince of Karaba, will be honored to host you in his castle, my king. I'll go now and prepare. Puss in Boots quickly ran off. The young man did not really understand why he was called the Prince of Karaba, but again he thought that Puss in Boots was up to something and kept silent. The princess immediately fell in love with this handsome prince. While running fast to a castle that belonged to a monstrous giant, Puss was yelling to the farmers that worked along the way. The king is approaching! If he asks, you will say that all this land belongs to the Prince of Caraba, or else he will punish you. Puss in Boots was running, and at the same time he was repeating the same to everyone he saw along the way. While the king's carriage passed along the way, everyone kept saying the same thing out of fear. The king was surprised that the prince owned such vast amount of land, but he was happy nonetheless. Meanwhile, Puss in Boots arrived to the giant's castle and knocked the door. The door opened with a big noise. When he saw a cat in boots with a hat, the giant was very surprised. When Puss in Boots started to talk, the giant was surprised even more. Good day, Your Highness. 
Who are you and what are you doing in my castle? Puss in Boots started to implement his plan. Well, let me put it to you this way, Your Highness. I am the king's loyal servant. The king has told me much about your amazing abilities on magic. Yes, that is right. For example, are you able to transform yourself into a huge lion? Sure I can. This is very easy for me. Using his amazing magic, the giant transformed into a huge lion. Puss in Boots got very frightened, of course, and jumped as high as he could. Okay, okay. Uh, that's enough. The giant transformed back to his normal self. That was amazing. I bet it's impossible for you to transform into any small animal, though. I'm not sure. What do you say? Impossible? I can transform into any animal I want. Hmm, let me say... Can you transform into a small mouse? <laughs> the giant was laughing so loud that Puss was having trouble staying in the same spot. And so the giant used his magical strength and transformed into a mouse. Seeing the giant transformed into a mouse, Puss quickly jumped on the mouse and with a big bite, he got rid of the giant. Meanwhile, the king's carriage approached the giant's castle and Puss quickly ran towards the king. Your Highness, my lord, the Prince of Caraba's castle is at your service. Please come in. The king, queen, princess, and of course the young man gazed at the castle with admiration. While walking towards the castle, the queen asked the young man, My dear prince, are you married? No, your highness. If you would allow me to wed your beautiful daughter, I promise you that I will make her very happy. Huge feast was prepared at the giant's castle, and the prince and the princess got engaged. Soon after, they got married. Do you see, sir? I told you how valuable I was going to be. From that day on, Puss in Boots continued to be the prince's loyal servant. Together, they lived a very rich and healthy life.